Hello world and welcome to episode one of Stories from a Bar, a podcast of interesting conversations with interesting people in a bar. To help me kick off this inaugural episode, I have Brian Nielsen. Nielsen. Thank you. I didn't want to mispronounce it considering <laughs> we already knew each other. Thanks for being the first guest on my show, man. Sure. It's uh, good to see you. It's been a while. Yeah, I was just going to say, we are actually old college buddies. We even worked at Walmart together one point way, way back. Yes, we did. And this is the first time I've seen you in at least a few years. Yeah, last time I saw you, I think it was like uh, your birthday. Uh, oh, that's right. I want to say the City Beer Hall. It was. Or it was a City Beer Hall or was it Stout? Or do we do both? We probably did both. I think we did both. I uh, I let loose a little. Yeah. Although I'm a little older now, so maybe yeah. not as much now. But Well, yeah, what are you a couple of years older than me now, right? All right, so. let's not talk. Let's not go there. <laughs> so almost um, 40. <laughs> yeah. No, I will actually be 35 this year. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> little background about the podcast. I literally decided to do this a week ago, and now I'm here. <laughs> uh, second guessing about my first guest being an actual audio engineer, so if you're silently critiquing me throughout this entire thing, I guess I won't blame you. Oh, no worries, no worries. I started out really helping out a buddy of mine that has a podcast, uh, Video Game Crosstalk. I still do a lot of social and posting stuff for him and hanging out at cons with him and stuff. Cool. Started talking to other people that did podcasts, and I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to do this. It just took me a while to come up with a concept or something. I've always enjoyed going to bars, having a beer, hanging out, talking to people, and I thought that'd be a great concept, and now here I am. Great. Sounds you know, good. Yeah. Have a drink. You sit at a bar, talk to a stranger. You never know what you can learn, man. This episode's coming to you, the listeners, from Sharpshooters Billiards and Sports Pub in Amsterdam. Uh, first time here. It's a cool little place to catch a live show, which is why Ryan is here. He'll be setting up for tonight's show. Who's playing tonight? The Back 40 Band, they're called. I think they're a mix of sort of country classic rock. We shall see. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever mixed them, and I've never heard of them before. Should be good. See what happens. Yeah. I'd like to start out by asking you what your drink of choice is for the episode. Mm. For this episode, my drink of choice is going to be Jack and Coke. Fantastic. Uh, mixed drink guy. Uh, I'm mostly a beer guy, but uh, you know, for the sake of getting it kicked off here, you gotta go hit, go. It, hit it a little hard <laughs> out of the gate. <laughs> See, I just went with the Sam's uh, Seasonal. I already forgot which one it is. I think it's Cold Snap. Is it Cold Snap? It yeah. is Cold Snap. And it's delicious. Cold Snaps are hey, I'm not a big Sam Adams guy, but uh, they have the uh, Saranac Legacy IPA here. It's kind of my go-to, but uh, can't really have too many drinks while I work, so. It's always a bummer. Yeah. Can't mix drinks still, work. It's still, still kind of like my job, so. <laughs> I said before, you're an audio engineer. Correct. So, and a local musician who's played in a bunch of different bands, right? Yep. Uh, lots of bands, cover bands couple original bands um, and now I just mainly do the audio thing though um, all my friends are still in bands and so I get to see their shows when I can and I get to mix their shows um, but uh, but yeah I am in the bar quite a bit though <laughs> doing these shows well this is pretty much your home base right uh, this now? is my home base uh, as far as house guy yeah um, I do have my own systems as well that I will I deploy for uh, bands at other venues. Um, so when I am here, 
friends of mine can still have a, a show, and I'll just send another guy out to do that show. But you yeah. building an empire? Yeah, <laughs> an empire of sound. Uh, yeah. Boy, so yeah. Um, I know, Run for Cover. Yes. Was was that the biggest cover band you've been in? Uh, I guess you could say that is my baby for sure. Um, we played a lot. Well, oh, you're a bass player, right? Uh, I'm actually a guitar player. Guitar player, that's right. Played bass in the all the pictures in that I've band. Seen. Yeah. Because it was just what was available at the time. Um, we are actually um, an original band as well, and um, I got asked to fill in on bass one night. And it was a lot of fun, and everybody was like, that guy should be your new bass player. And uh, so the the other guy was like, yeah, man, whatever, you know, have at it. And so uh, after a year with the original stuff, we um, decided to do the cover stuff as well to just try to appeal to a more general audience. Um, just trying to get out there to yeah, easier to yeah, market a cover band starting yeah, out. Very much so. So yeah, we took it from, uh, you know, kind of rough, you know, rough start. You know, the early days weren't easy. And then uh, I, I, I built it as big as I could in the few years that we had, or we had three years. Um, and then our singer moved to uh, DC. And then now he lives in California. Sidetrack, I, a uh, former coworker of mine, Funny enough, moved to DC and now also lives in California. Awesome. What part? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> well, our singer Sachin, he uh, he lives in San Jose. So I've never been out there, but I'd certainly love to go. Uh, I like California. California is great. Um, last time I was there, we went to a great brewery up in uh, Sequoia National Park, um, and they had a really cool. Uh, beer selection and it wasn't like you're you, you couldn't just get like a pint you had to get um they had like really big bottles i want to say like they're they're like 24 ounce you know 24 ounce bottles and then like really big glasses so it had to be like a liter or something oh, of it. you man. know it was it was wild you know it was, it was the craziest thing i've ever seen so um you know i, I wanted to get like a flight I get a flight, and they came back, and they were, like, pints of, <laughs> I'm like, what, what is that? I thought we were going to get little, Ooh. you know, flight glasses or something. I'm and, not opposed, uh, so but that is a, it was, that's a lot of sampling. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was it was definitely um, excessive, but it was cool at the same, it was only, like, eight bucks, and you got four, and it was, uh, you know, and, and everything that I tried was, was excellent. And I can't remember for the life of me what the brewery was called, uh, but it was in a great, great spot. And we had lunch, and, and I, after after my one flight, I was pretty pretty intoxicated, I must say. <laughs> there was um, I remember taking going down to South Carolina, taking a flight, and I got I purposely when I fly, I like to leave myself. I try to shoot for like an hour layover at least. Yeah. If cause I can't ever find a direct flight anyway. <laughs> but uh, I try to shoot like an hour, hour and a half layover just to be safe. I don't care that the whole trip takes a little longer. Yeah. I'd like that buffer t zone. Yeah. And uh, last time I flew to South Carolina, I ended up with like a two-hour layover or something like that and ended up getting hammered <laughs> in a Philadelphia airport bar. Nice. Which sounds like a great idea to do on a layover until you're waited, until you're getting on the plane, you sit down, and you realize you have to wait like another 15 to 20 minutes before you can get up to pee. Yeah, exactly. I know that feeling. Like... I've made a huge mistake. 
Well, when we were coming back from that trip from, you know, California, we got stuck in Atlanta because of bad weather. And we were, you know, it originally was supposed to be an hour and a half, then it turned into two and a half to three and a half to four and a half. And, you know, so it took, it was like a five hour layover and it was at night, which didn't help. And, so was everything um, closed? Oh, it, everything was, they, they stayed, actually, they stayed open for like a couple hours uh, later than, because everybody, like the whole, the whole airport was, was delayed. Um, so, you know, it started off as let's grab dinner, have a beer, uh, let's go check, you know, the gate was like, we could see the gate, you know, just outside. It was just across the way from this bar that we were at. So. Um, you know, then next thing you know, uh, we go to the gate. It says, "Yep, okay, we're gonna get out of here in a half hour or so." And then, oh nope, delayed back to the bar. Oh. Everybody's <laughs> in the bar, so it was uh, one big giant party um, for everybody in the airport, um, which was interesting. I've never seen that before, so um, I have not had an experience like that. No, no, it was great. It, it was it was actually kind of a lot of fun. But like you said, then it's like you know when we finally were able to get on the plane it was like you know they started lining up to board and i'm like oh man i gotta run to the bathroom i'm gonna run to the bathroom real quick and I, you know just sprint over there and then i remember back i the remember line. debating it before <laughs> i walked into the terminal there I'm yeah. like i don't know if i have time yeah they're telling people to go yep um you know did that and then you get on the plane and then then we had to wait another half hour and it was and, and um they put us on a really tiny little plane too because um, they were only able to get the little ones out of the, the airport in the weather so you know we had to wait take off and then i was like all right yes now i can get up finally and and and, and everybody was doing the same thing because everybody was in that bar <laughs> so we were like you know lined up down the entire aisle trying to get into this one little bathroom on this one little plane of like 20 seats oh but man a little puddle jumper uh, but from all the way from Atlanta, so we did have to stop in Baltimore to refuel, I think, and then. But we just we landed, fueled, and then to Albany. It was the strangest thing. Hey, I've been through the Atlanta airport, I think, only once, and holy crap, is it huge! Yeah, it was it's like literally the worst airport I've ever been through. I did not enjoy it at all. <laughs> I did not either. Like, I don't um, want to have to get on a train to get to my terminal. Sure. Or yeah. it's, its own subway system. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But so, uh, musician-wise, are you doing anything now these days? Uh, these days, no, not really. I mean, I'm playing a little bit of guitar. I, I got a, um, a little project going on right now, but it's just really hard to get together. Um, I have a vocalist. Uh, her name is Diane. She's great. And um, another buddy of mine is going to play the other acoustic guitar and keyboards. But, uh, you know, he's got a family, and, you know, she's busy, and... You know, I've, I'm just crazy right now with life. So. Stupid priorities. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're going to get together. Always causing problems. Yeah, always. We're going to get together next week, and um, uh, we, we've um, played together before, so hopefully it'll, uh, you know, we'll get we'll get the ball rolling pretty quick. But, you know, I have a, I have a big set list, and, uh, you know, hopefully we uh, start playing out by the middle of summer, I hope. You're going metal? Full on metal? No, no, hard no, rock? no. We're doing uh, more like a um, kind of like a mix of like 80s, 90s, 2000s, uh, just popular songs. Um, you know, a little bit of Dishwalla, a little oh. bit of Blondie, 
Um, I haven't heard Dish Wallet in a long time. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Neither have I. And when I, I was like, I wanted to, I want to play these songs. You know, they're like timeless. So, because um, as soon as I, you know, I hear, you know, the their their big hit that was Counting Blue Cars. Yep. Um, I was like, oh, it's so good. And I think people will really enjoy just hearing that again. And you know, it's one of those songs where you're like, oh my god, I haven't heard this in forever. But well, what kind of songs um, did you cover with Run for Cover? Well, Run for Cover was a lot m- more heavy, but. We also did we did Journey, we did Metallica, we did Iron Maiden, we did White Snake, Motley Crue, right. you know Bon so, Jovi. So. so I always told myself I, there was one point where I really wanted to start an Ario Speedwagon cover band, <laughs> and I, one I don't have the talent to pull that off, <laughs> and two it occurred to me I really only enjoy four or five of their songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be a pretty short set list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, I think we did one of their songs, and I don't even remember which one it was to be honest, because it just I don't think it really went over well. But um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to know I didn't waste my time. Yeah, no, that would have been a waste. I'm sorry to say. Uh, what was what usually got the biggest response? Uh, well, you know, it was funny because I feel like a lot of people that liked what we were doing, um, they were kind of split in two a little bit. You know, so a lot there were a lot of people that liked to come see us for the heavier stuff that we were doing, like Godsmack and Disturbed, um, Avenged Sevenfold and, and things like that. And then there were, you know, seemed to be like a, a niche crowd that liked to see us do the Journey and the Bon Jovi and the, Iron Maiden. The classic and, you know, bar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously you do Don't Stop Believing in separate ways and things like that. Um, but, uh, you know, so it was it was definitely interesting. You know, we had we had a, a, a pretty diverse fan base, I would say, um, which was nice. It was good. You know, so anybody getting too drunk and thrown up on stage? Uh, no, I don't think we had any <laughs> pukers on stage. Um, I mean, we had a couple incidents. Uh, the last, the last one that I remember was uh, a girlfriend of mine on. It was like a New Year's Eve show, and uh, already a setup for a she possible. She had way too much to drink, and but she wasn't puking, so she ended up having spending the second set in the bathroom with a with another friend of mine, and uh, hopefully with good acoustics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it, was, it, it it didn't seem like a good time. Um, I had another incident. Actually, I think it was the same night. No, it was a different night. I'm sorry. Uh, somebody put drinks all over my subwoofers, and the thing about subwoofers are, you know, the, it'll they'll vibrate with that low end, and uh, you know, some, oh, some drink. Okay. And I have big giant signs that say no drinks on the subwoofers, and of course they just get lined up, and and um, so well, you know, one went down and spilled all over the front of it, and uh, I said, you know please don't put your stuff on it, you know, to, to this one specific person. And then it was like, I, I usually have a, a three strike you're out policy. And, and the third one, of course, drink goes on it. And I just walked over and I just kicked the thing right off and slammed it, right, oh, you know, oh, went right down the front of this person and, and they got mad. And we almost had a little bit of a scuffle on the stage right in the middle of a song. But surprise, surprise. That, that's okay. <laughs> I, I had him thrown out of the, the bar, so. <laughs> it's nice to have that power. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, this guy, go. <laughs> this guy got to get out of here. That would be fun. But, um, you know, this funny stuff like that has happened. But uh, So what goes into... The audio mixing, then. How'd you get into that? The audio mixing, um, with the, going back to Run for Cover, uh, the cover band that we, you know, I was doing, um, 
when we did decide to do cover songs and we wanted to play in clubs that maybe didn't necessarily have their own PA systems. So uh, I was the one that took it upon myself to uh, do all the research and we had a budget and I, you know, we decided to buy certain things and, and basically get as much as we could as far as a full PA system. And I've always been fascinated with sound guys and the way things sound and and it just kind of gave me the opportunity to dive in head first and then uh, eventually people were like oh man your band sounds good would you want to do sound for my band and I'm like I guess so I started doing sound for other bands and then word got out and um, you know the rest is history and so now I'm a house guy a couple different clubs and I have my own systems and you know, it's what I do. It's my job. I know we were talking before I started recording. You even did sound at Proctor's, right? Uh, I did, yes. I was uh, part of the local audio union. Um, I did Proctor's. I did Rivers Casino um, as well. And uh, so, Oh, yeah. that's right. I have seen, yeah, I've seen you uh, pushing shows at the casino. At Rivers, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Rivers, it, it, was, it was cool. Um, it was part of Proctor's... Uh, sort of handles the um, the booking and what entertainment is going on at Rivers. Do to, they really? Yeah, to probably not. Uh, I don't think they want to directly compete um, with events. Do you know what I mean? Well, that makes sense. So, I imagine the casino is trying to get big acts to, or yeah, bigger acts to come yes, and play. Exactly. So, I mean, Almost Queen was there last night, which I would have really liked to go see. Um, and then my, my uh, friend... Um, Mark is the house guy still at Rivers, so oh, yeah. he does all the shows out there. Yeah, I still haven't been in the casino. You still haven't been there? No. no. I mean, it's all right. It's 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 on the smaller side, but uh, you know, I don't know what your thing is. I I, I don't gamble, so I, I can't really I, comment on the, the. I actually don't do a lot of gambling. Yeah. Uh, I used to bet on sports. I don't do that. But uh, casino wise, I remember did a uh, little road trip with a buddy of mine, and we stopped at. Uh, Oh, I'm blanking on the name. What's the casino in Rome, or on the way to Utica? Oh, that's uh, Turning Stone. Yeah, yep. of course I forgot Turning Stone. Yep. We stopped there. We were there for not even a half hour, or I lost thirty dollars in like ten minutes. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Um, it was, and we just randomly stopped on a whim on our way to somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, the Turning Stone. I've been there a bunch of times. Fr- my, you know, my friends' bands play at the gig uh, quite often, so I go and, and stop out. Um, one night I did really well in the slot machine and <laughs> it was very unexpected. I was uh, hanging out waiting for um, uh, a friend of mine to get there because his band was playing that night at the gig. A uh, band called Redline. They're, they're great. They only have a few shows left though, so look them up. Um, but anyway, you know, I'm sitting there and just hitting the button, hitting the button, not really paying attention, just texting, you know, and just kind of waiting. I had like a half hour to kill. And next thing you know, I just kind of happened to look up, and I was like, "Wait a minute, huh? I have how many credits?" And I'm, and you know, I look at the dollar amount. I was like, "I'm up to like, <laughs> I'm up to like seven hundred and fifty dollars off a twenty dollar bill." I wish I could so. know that feeling. I wish I could know that feeling so bad. So you know, I was like, "Whoa, I, I should just like end this right now." And I'm like, "Well, I still got a little bit of time. Let me just, let me just keep." I kept, so I kept it, hitting the button. I, I max bet it, you know, and, and I just kept winning. And. <laughs> Um, you know, and I like and you less and less. I, I got up to about nine fifty, and then uh, I uh, 
you know, I, I was like, and then I started to lose a little bit. So then I, I, I came back down to like eight and then I went back to nine and then I was, and then it was time to go. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it a day here and, and cash out. And I felt weird, like, you know, going to cash out the ticket and then having that much money. Like, I'm like, what do I do with this money? I've never won you know, I just I like had it in my pocket, like, and I'm just like holding on to my wallet. The whole I could time. think of a few things. I was, I was like, well, should I go bring it to my car? You know, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't want to have it on my person because I, I'm, I'm really bad with, with uh, spending money, especially when I'm out and about. So, um, yeah, that's true. I, as much as I would like to win, I don't want to walk around with that in my pocket. Yeah, I, yeah, I just I, until I, I can. I, 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 I was like, I, I got to drive to my bank like right now at <laughs> 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night or whatever it was, but. No, it was cool. I was good. I only had like two or three beers that night before I had to go. Um, I stayed with a, a girlfriend of mine um, when she lived in Rome, so it was only a, you know, a 10, 12 minute drive uh-huh. back to there. So. Yeah, that was the one and only time I stopped there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the Turning Stone is definitely a bigger, bigger place. Um, a lot more going on there, but, uh, but yeah. You want to hear any stories? I got a kind of a funny story from last night. Yeah, go um, ahead. So, I was running sound here last night uh, for a friend of mine's band, uh, a heavier band, heavier rock band, called Kill the Jukebox. Really great stuff. Look it up. Um, and uh, I was watching these two people at the bar for a while. Not that I, you know, I I, I do people watch because I'm just in a bar. Everyone, all the time, everyone so. watches people. <laughs> but those, these two people, it was, it was just kind of funny. Um, you know, so I watched them progressively get more intoxicated, you know, <laughs> like shots, shots, you know. And, uh, you know, at first they were, um, you know, I don't know how well they knew each other. It was a dude and a, and a, and a girl. And, um, you know, so a couple shots here, a couple beers here, and uh, you know they start getting a little bit more intimate at the bar, and, and then um, you know yeah. a shot later, next thing you know, I'm, they're like sucking face, and I'm like, that's awesome. Like I just I just, just watch the whole I just thing escalate. the whole thing unfold before me. You know, it's like <laughs> they, you know, I think, you know, again, I don't know how well they knew each other. I don't know these people. I, um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they you probably think they're just total met. strangers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it kind of. I'm, I'm going to lean on that too because uh, when I was watching, I think you know, the the guy came up, maybe took a little look over and said, "Hey, how are you? Can I buy you a drink or something?" And then, you know, maybe a conversation started, and the you know the rest is history. So, it was, but it was just funny alcohol to watch. can do. Wonderful things sometimes. <laughs> Wonderful things. Or bad terrible things. things. Yeah. <laughs> it can really be the cause of or solution to a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, All right, question for you. Sure. Someone walks into the bar, goes up to the jukebox, plays a song that kills the whole atmosphere. What would it be? Uh, well, man, that's a tough question because I. I well, let's I, let's limit it to just a crappy band then. No, you don't need just, a specific song. Just a crappy band. Uh, What's a song? Song that shouldn't be in the just, band that shouldn't be in a jukebox. That shouldn't be in a jukebox. Uh, for me, I'm gonna say off the top of my head, uh, Kid Rock. If I hear Kid Rock, Ooh. I just I can't. I just can't. I just can't. I can't take it seriously, and I gotta I gotta vacate the. Premises. That's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> no offense to Kid Rock, because I I mean he's he's done great things for his fans. Uh, don't get me wrong, but um, no like musically for, for, that but is but a musically fantastic. not a not a fan. Um, See my. 
I'd have to go. It's a toss up between Nickelback and Dave Matthews for me. Oh yeah, I didn't, uh, yeah, Dave uh, Dave Matthews for me, John Mayer, anything uh, along those lines. Um, yeah, uh, not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, a lot of people are, and, and it really depends on what type of bar you're at or what type of show is going. No, to happen they. At the bar, I don't care what the no, show. Is. Don't I don't. Care it doesn't it matter. No. Nope. <laughs> If you play, see, that's when I need the power to kick people out. Is when they play bad jukebox song. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, uh, what's kind of cool is I do have the power to, if I don't like the jukebox. I mean, I know I shouldn't do this, but uh, if I really wanted to, I could. I could just fire up the PA system here and accidentally and unplug and, and totally or cut the power. Well, no, I could just totally overpower the puny jukebox that uh, we, you know, system and and. Uh, and there's nothing anybody could do about it unless uh, my my boss Tim, the owner of the 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 club, comes in and says <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Tim, owner of Sharpshooters and Trick Shots Billiards in Clifton Park. But uh, oh, yeah. he does Trick Shot. He owns Trick Shots. Yep, too? Okay. he owns both clubs. This is just the sister. That, see, that one so. I've at least been by. Like yep. I said, I haven't been to either one of them actually. Check it out. I mean, I'll plug it all day long. He did a great job on the new patio. Um, outside, you know, so there's a whole new venue outside, big patio, bands out there three days a week, I believe, in the summertime. So check it out on Facebook. I'd also be lying if I said some reasons for starting this podcast were not selfish, in that now I have a reason to go and check out all these places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it makes <laughs> sense. I mean, I mean, you could call it a reason to drink, but I don't like to use those terms so much. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you could something in, to tell the girlfriend. or like, I got to go work, all right? We got <laughs> to go to work. <laughs> if it turns into free beers, I'm not going to. Sure, sure, absolutely. I know we're getting uh, close to the kind of time I want to keep these episodes at. I generally I am going to be trying to shoot for like 35, 45-minute time frame. You know, I like people to, if they are kind enough to listen, to actually be able to get through an entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it'd be fun to, with these podcasts, since they're done in a bar to kind of wrap up with bar trivia okay i have some questions i pulled up i have no i do not know the answers because that would not be fair (laughs) so we will start with the beaver is the national emblem of which country uh do i have a time limit no no (laughs) oh what is uh i don't know which country yeah um is it england uh, you don't have the answer. I don't have the. I'm trying to think. You're gonna go with England. I um, what the heck? I, all I know about beavers is they build dams and have big tails. Yeah, I mean, some place. I'm just thinking where they would exist because I don't think. It, oh, it's Canada. Maybe Canada. Ooh, right. I don't want to have the same answer. That seems like we should. That seems. Uh, that's a good one though. Makes sense. All right, I'll go. I agree. I go with Canada. Okay. It is. Canada. Ah, it's Canada. It's Canada. So you gotta have a time limit because uh, you gotta have like, like a, a well, um, like I said, this is the first time, so I'm gonna have to workshop this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are you a baseball fan? Uh, no, not oh, really. Neither am I. So this one will be good. How many players are there on a baseball team? Oh, nine. I mean, well, minimum nine. Nine. Yeah. That wasn't as good as I thought. <laughs> that was a little anticlimactic. I mean, I, I I used to love baseball, so that that was kind of an easy. For some reason, I was thinking you know. of more than just the players on the field. No, yeah, you you just have to have a minimum of nine. I misjudged that question. <laughs> that did not go how was I. That was not as hilariously no, I mean, off as I thought it well, would be. Well, if you said like uh, something like uh, hockey, that one, I mean, you know, that's a little different. 
because there's so many different rules that that's kind of a trick question. So see, hockey I can get down. I watch more hockey than I do probably anything yeah. well, else. Well, I know you do. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. As I sit here wearing my Rangers hat. Yeah, I was just gonna point that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Ooh, the average human body contains how many pints of blood? Pints. Isn't it gills of blood, as Archer would say? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, pints. Uh, All right. Now let's go gills. Gills? Oh, I don't know what a gill well, is. Well, I don't have an answer for it, and I don't know what um, it means. I'm going to say 12 pints. 12 pints. I am going to go... That seems low. I'm going to go with... I know nothing about the human body. <laughs> well, I used to date a physician's assistant, so I know maybe... And, How do I keep and, choosing the questions um, where you have the inside <laughs> knowledge? Well I, don't, well, I don't know. I'm just guessing here. But, uh, you know, in, so, in, in some conversation that we may have had, she may have said how many pints of blood are in here. I mean, if, we're, I if we're playing... But, I can't think of the name of the show now. Drew Carey's the host. It used to be Bob Barker. Oh, Price is Right. I wanted to say that. For some reason, I wasn't sure. For, let's go Price is Right rules. I'm going to go 13. 13? Okay. That's one more than your guess. Nine. And it's nine. We were both so, over. Yeah. So we both lose. So yeah, you said, that, but to, you said twelve doesn't seem like enough. See, I thought twelve was. I was. I thought it was ten initially. Obviously, but, I don't know what a um, pint is. Yeah. Well, uh, when there's not a beer in the glass, <laughs> I take that back. As well, I well, because when you give glass. blood, I think you can only give one at a t- one pint at a time before if you do two, uh, you start to get really, long, you know, long time, really woozy. So, all right, we'll do two more. Both big music fans. Here's a good one. In which city is Jim Morrison buried? Uh, Paris. I'm not even going to pretend to know. I clicked on the wrong answer, which made <laughs> me really question that. It is Paris. <laughs> it was cool. I went to, did a road trip down to uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they had a whole Doors mm-hmm. exhibit on one of the top two floors, which, in talking to someone there, they switch out like every six months or so. Sweet. Once or twice a year. Had like this awesome handwritten, his like an awesome like journal that he hand wrote with all yeah. his like poetry yeah. and lyrics and stuff. Yeah, it's it was it's really now. cool to see. Yeah, and I was never a huge Doors fan, but at least I, I can appreciate them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I you know I like the hits, you know, obviously, but I mean, I heard that. Well, I mean, Jim Morrison's grave is kind of uh, is defecated a little bit. A lot of graffiti, um, you know, lots of crazy notes and you know things like that. So I guess that's but, not really surprising. Yeah. All right, one more question, winner sure. take all. All right. <laughs> got to find a good one. Got to come up with one that there's probably no chance that I'd be able to answer. That's what I'm trying to do. I mean, the, the, the Doors no one, I mean, I, it's... What, gonna I'm going to I'm gonna pick something in totally random, and somehow you're going to have some kind of inside <laughs> knowledge on it. People always said that I'm really good at trivia. Well, then obviously I chose I a terrible... I should start going to trivia trivia nights at, at different places. I should start going that, so yeah, I can learn that, stuff, yeah, I was too. Gonna say, well, that might be the next a good, good place to do the next podcast. Ah, here's an interesting one. According to Greek mythology, who was the first woman on Earth? Oh, uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, I know this. Maybe I should have thought about this more. Um, one I thought I had an answer to. It's uh, I th- well, I think it. Uh, oh wait, no. All right. Well, I was gonna say Achilles' mother. I can't remember her name, but um, I don't think that's the right answer. So. Well, you got you got a guess. Uh, I'm just gonna throw out Shiva, <laughs> which is okay. a video game character. Okay. <laughs> As I'm sure, among other things. Uh, it would be hilarious if this. Pandora. Was Pandora. Pandora. 
I think that might be Achilles' mother's name. We'll have to look that one up later. Because <laughs> because right. Achilles uh, Achilles um, obviously was the mythical Greek warrior or whatever, and, and his parents were supposed supposedly gods, and he was a demigod. So I obviously underestimated my knowledge of Greek mythology <laughs> when I randomly strolled to that question. Sure. Well. I want to thank you for being on the show, man. It's oh, been thank you. Great seeing you. Like yes. I said, we haven't caught up in a while. Absolutely. Uh, we'll I, have a beer after this. <laughs> we'll have another beer. After I got this. no problem if you want to keep going. <laughs> but uh, like, I appreciate hanging out, having a drink, sharing cool, some stories. Cool. Anything you want to plug? I know you do audio for bands and stuff like that. Um, no, no real big plug. I mean, if you need uh, audio services of any kind, or um, I don't do much recording, but I do a lot of live stuff. So, I mean, if you have a, an event or a party or you want to have a band in the backyard or if you have a band and need sound reinforcement, you can get a hold of me. Um, my email is ryanleenilson at gmail.com, just R-Y-A-N-L-E-E-N-I-L-S-E-N at gmail. And hopefully, maybe Chris throws the link in the in the uh, description of the podcast. Maybe? I will absolutely put something um, up. Cool. Yeah. Right. So thanks for hanging out, and uh, for those of you out there actually kind enough to check out the show, thank you for listening. You can find Stories from a Bar on Facebook or follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Stories FAB. Also, be sure to subscribe and on iTunes or anywhere else you may listen to the show. Definitely give us five stars. I know you want to. And, of course, it helps get the word out. And until next time, cheers. Yeah.